season four. All right, boys podcast. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jason, what are we talking about today? Today on the agenda, we are talking about the role of collaboration. So collaboration, obviously working at the studio and with mouthwash as a brand, like we've talked about this before and it's like ingrained in our kind of like background. Right. Um, but it's kind of where we started, right? We all started working with other people as a way of like getting to know them, growing our network and doing the whole thing. Right. Um, and it's transferred over to the studio and now we, um, every day collaborate, whether it's with clients or with a new web developer designing a new shirt for someone. Um, and so I think there's no better place to start than, you know, collaboration has become really this catch all term that we hear every day. And I would love to hear from one of you guys, um, how we define that, like, how can we distill down this really vague term into like a simple concept for us to go off of? Hmm. It's a tough one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have anything? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess it, it like depends on like the context of the, of like the question, like what, like when, when you say like, it's vague, like what's an example of it being vague? Do you think like collaborating, like you hear the way brands talk about their, like their mission and vision statement, right? Like we collaborate with clients, we collaborate with individuals, right? Like does collaborating with a client mean the same thing as like collaborating with someone on like a personal project, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where, where do those like differentiate and where do we like draw the line on that? I, I, you know, I think personally, I think collaboration is like this interesting term where like people, I think you have to be like really open-ended coming to the, like you have to think about what your intentions are when you, you talk about collaborating with somebody, because like, I think a lot of people will use the term collaborate to like make it this nice way of saying like, we want to like, work with you or something but really like sometimes the person who is initiating collaboration collaboration isn't really open to like what ideas get brought to the table from like the other side of things and so i think it's like this uh like difficult thing where it's like if you're it's not really true collaboration if you're not like in this position of like okay i'm totally open to what this other person is bringing to the table or brand or client or whatever it is um and we'll take like the better answer from here yeah I think uh, collaboration is an art form, like whether it be for a client or a passion project, um, like it it is, it is like kind of one thing that can go really well or one thing that can go really bad. You have to be able to like um, align on a vision with whoever you're working with. Um, And also just from a talent scout perspective, be able to work with the right people for the right thing. Um, there's nothing worse than collaborating with the wrong person. Um, it's just like an uphill battle and there's constant friction. Um, so to, to answer that question, I would say it, it is a true art form itself um, because when done right, it's it's like the most beautiful, great thing ever. But when done wrong, it's like absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. Um, I think you bring up like a good point where the words kind of like lost its meaning. I think it's been overused a bit where it's like, people who just want to work together um, or have you work for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'll say, like, yeah, let's collaborate together and like this. And it's like, it, it is interesting where 
I think people are overusing this and it's like kind of this feel good, fuzzy term. And sometimes it isn't a collaboration and it's like, I'm just working for you. <laughs> um, so there is like, it, it is funny where it's like, yeah, it's like, I think that they're collaboration is different from just like doing work with someone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think like collaboration is this really sneaky thing. A lot of times, like what you're saying, Ben, of like tricking people into like working with or for you for free. Right. And so ultimately I think like collaboration one should be like the workload for the most part should be like 50, 50 like split, but also whatever the end goal is should be like, equally beneficial for both parties and not like 80 20 or 90 10 mm -hmm. you know like that's not that's not like a collaboration that's like swindling someone you know <laughs> I, I yeah i wonder like what like percentage of people are like walking into some sort of situation like where they think i don't know i i, I don't know i feel like you have to be just super careful about understanding like the roles and like the end goal of like what you're actually engaging with as far as like collaboration goes and also just like understanding like this person's role is like this thing and my role is this thing and mm -hmm. together we end up at like a final product and i think like people get themselves we get ourselves in bad situations because we don't like clearly define those roles before we kind of engage yeah and it's also like very different collaborating with a team rather than like individual like if, mm -hmm. if you're if you're collaborating versus with one or two other people it's very different than when you're collaborating with maybe like a whole other company or uh like 20 people i don't know um because the dynamic and the communication lines just like exponentially get larger mm -hmm. um so so i think i think yeah it is it is kind of one of those tricky things um but the solution to that is to your point alex just making sure you're aligned on like here are the roles and here's the end goal and let's work towards it rather than again like maybe against each other um yeah when, when like things aren't clearly defined it's just i don't know it's, it's like constant friction yeah it's a total mess i mean it, se it seems like when you talk about it in like theory like this you're like i don't know i feel like anybody could be listening to this and be like oh of course like why would you not do that but you know, more oftentimes than not, you kind of are like, let's collaborate on this thing, like Ben was saying. And then you're like, okay, wait, I'm like doing more of the work or they're kind of taking over and not like really listening to these ideas I'm bringing to the table or we're not like really taking the best idea that's been put forward. Like we're just kind of running with the person mm -hmm. idea who is just like dictating the whole thing. Um, I think those are like really uh, important things to like be aware of or like consider like red flags like going into a relationship like that definitely and i mean i think it brings up a big point on like what it looks like to collaborate in a team right and i think um i'm not like a huge sports guy by any means now but when i was growing up like sports and soccer was like everything to me right and i still think that that has had like a fundamental impact on how i'm think, like think and approach working through teams right is like everyone has their designated role the team is only as good as the weakest link, right? And like trying to like 
push it off onto like one star on the team to do it all is like a recipe for disaster, you know? And I think those are like the key elements in making any good collaboration, like work, like there's a real art to working in a team, I think. Totally. It's interesting that you bring up sports, like, and how much of like that team dynamic really comes into play. Like you're saying is like, like, I didn't, I think identifying, being able to identify like what, if you're working on a team, like at mouthwash is like, when we're able to identify what somebody is really good at and just have them focus on doing that thing, I think the end product is always better as opposed to like expecting people to be like the end all be all or like expecting them to do things that they're not necessarily great at. I think like the best teams or the best collaborations are like people who get put in positions where they're able to focus on like the thing that they're actually really good at. Like Abe always talks about like, I would never write copy when Alex or Jason could do this like 10 times faster than I could, you know, and like understanding those strengths and weaknesses, or I would sometimes I'll spend time pulling references for art direction when I know like Abe can do it like 10 times faster than I can. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but those are all things that we learn over time. But I remember I'd, at the beginning where we were trying to like each all do everything and it'd be like, damn, how did he do that? Like it literally took me like, and half an hour to do what, you know, took him like five minutes. <laughs> um, totally. But, but you learn those over time. And I think the team analogies is, is really great because it also comes into play when you want like a balanced team. Like you, you don't want to have, um, for example, if we're sticking, sticking with soccer. Like you don't want to have a team full of strikers and no defense. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be applied to whatever it's like for us. It's like, as we slowly grow the team, we want to make sure that like it's filling uh, needs or or whatever role we're bringing on is is fitting into like the whole um, like group and, and maybe like you know if, if we're overworking one we, we need to like have have someone come in to kind of help alleviate some of that ta- some of those tasks that are becoming overwhelming totally mm-hmm. I, so I think one of like the best parts of collaboration though and kind of like the team dynamic is like it exposes you to those things though, that you aren't like great at. I think some bad collaborations are it's, or sometimes you can get too isolated in like your area of expertise. And I think that kind of shuts you off from growth. And I think all of the best collaborations I've had at least is like, it kind of, it, it puts you in a position where you can execute on what you know and what you can do well, but it also exposes you to like someone else's point of view, like the collaborator's point of view, totally. where there may be an expert at something that you, uh, your kind of base of knowledge isn't. But I, again, I think the beauty of it is like that exposure into those kind of perspectives that you you would never have by yourself. Yeah, man, that's so good. I, I think like back to Abe's point and like what you're saying is really resonating with like what Abe was saying is like when we first started, it was like, me, Mackenzie and Abe just literally trying to do everything and not really being used to like sitting back into a more supportive role while you let like your most talented teammates take over whatever the call or like need for action is at that point in time. And and there really is like a real level of maturity that it takes to be able to understand that and like recognize that in the process. Nobody like points that out and there's no like red graph, like flashing lights. Like at some point you have to be like, okay, I normally do this because there was never other choice. There was never usually a choice, but like right now I'm going to let Ben really just take over this and like see what he can do. And like, I think that level of maturity and like spatial understanding is like the part that a lot of people miss is like, just, just like sit back and let your team like do what they're best at. Yeah. I think one of the things that like, I like 
the most and I'm most proud of is us as a team. Like we have um, people from different backgrounds, like Mackenzie and, and Ben obviously have a design background and then you and me have like a production background and, and you even have like a writing background. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jason joined on and he, you know, he's also like a very much a, a writer in his own um, and, and just comes with a great st- strategic solutions. Um, mm-hmm. But you like get this like group of people and I'm sure we'll keep on adding people that have diverse backgrounds, but um, you get like really unique ideas and solutions. And, and I don't know, I think some of the best companies um, like allow for, for that kind of space of, of people from different backgrounds to kind of, kind of combine forces mm-hmm. and, and still like have merit to, you know, wherever they're in, but, um, but still very much um, not like very much collaborate uh, mm-hmm. to that end goal they're aligning towards. Totally. Definitely. I mean, I think you can't talk about like the role of collaboration without bringing up this idea of like diversity, right. And like diversity theory and, you know, the conversation's been had and you see it in our like decision-making systems in our country, right? Like the problem of having the same people make decisions time and time again. And so it feels like incredibly important as we like consider growing our team and like just expanding and continue to like make work that we reward people who come in with like innovative solutions, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It kind of, it, this all this whole conversation kind of crosses over into this idea of like at, you know in 2021 where our team has grown from um from 2020 really went from three to four with jason and now we're three to or we're four to six here in 2021 um and we like as, yeah almost going to be seven um you know and and i think it's interesting like this idea of collaboration understanding and being able to recognize good collaborators is like even in the hiring process, it's funny when we put out that post to like hire an intern or whatever, like we didn't really offer any real like specific instructions. It was just like, let's just see what people come up with. And I think like the way we look at it is like, how do we come across individuals who like really integrate perfectly with our ideology and overall goals and hope that they can kind of come into a system and like find their role in that and like work within that. So like, it's never like about like hiring somebody with X amount of experience or, or, you know, sometimes it is. Um, it's not always about like what their experience is or what their resume says. Sometimes like the hiring strategy or the collaboration strategy is like partnering with somebody that looks at the world in similar ways that you do, but also different enough and diverse enough to where you guys can come up with solutions that you may have never actually thought of in the beginning. Um, so I think like, it's just good to like keep an open mind that like, maybe like you need this person to be able to do a specific role, but you trust that like the way they think about the world and like the ideologies that they have is like, they can fit into that, that position. Like Abe, you always say, and not to ramble is like, you have to be a talent scout and like a way, like you don't always have to hire the person that is the absolute best at that thing that you're looking for, but you have to be able to see the potential in them. Especially for like, um, like we do it, uh, with clients like sometimes we'll get hit hit up by a client and um we can't always take them at surface level for what they are we we have to be able to like see the future and like what they can be you know if, if we're there to kind of help them um mm-hmm. and, and then even with like uh interns for example like you, you have to be able to like be able to identify those 
those like hidden gems that have like a world of potential. Um, because when you're a small company, like, you know, every person, like, I think what, something Jason said, is like, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Like everybody is playing a role. Um, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, you know, when you're only seven people, everyone's kind of representing the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and probably going to be doing a lot of things. So, so you have to be able to like identify those things, um, because the, the worst thing that we're trying to avoid or the thing we're trying to avoid is like having somebody and then like having to reteach them. Um, totally. we, we don't want to do that. Um, but I wanted to bring up a point about like, when does, when does it make sense to collaborate and when does it make sense to kind of do things on your own? Uh, good question. <laughs> little curveball. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, that, that is such a hard question especially for me like i think the only way and i think anybody could say this is the only way that we've been able to get to where we're at right now is like i was thinking about this earlier this week too is like when you work alone like you have less systems of approval you can kind of make decisions quicker um there's no like real like ulterior perspective on what you're doing um so inevitably you kind of move faster um, you move faster off the starting line, you kind of maybe get to your angle like a little bit quicker. Um, but when you work together, I think the work goes a little bit deeper. Like, I think like it takes a lot longer, like mouthwash has been like a two, three year project in the making that, you know, if somebody were to do it alone, they might've been able to get to like, not the level that we're at, but like get somewhere a little bit faster. Might've been able to get a studio site up faster. They might've been able to get three issues of the magazine out sooner than we have but maybe it wouldn't have been as good i almost guarantee it wouldn't have been as good you know when you work together i think mm-hmm. i think i think typically the product is better it might take longer but i think the product is better but also you know while all the things you said are true alex i think there are still like very specific situations where it makes more sense to be working by yourself and to like close off that you know like endless loop of critique right mm-hmm. some things just like you have to bite the bullet on, they have to get done. And there is like no room for feedback. And, you know, I think about like back when I was in school, one of the things that my professors told me that stuck with me the longest is that like, you can't make work in a vacuum. And while I think that's true, I think um, there are like cases where opening up yourself to collaboration only makes the product worse. There's like (laughs) egos that are at risk to be hurt people are afraid to like say what they really mean. There's like a lot more at stake when you're working with other people. There's a lot more relationships that have to be juggled. But, 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 and I think but that's, are you, but are you, but does that come to a choice of like engaging with the wrong partners to work with? Or, or what are the, what are those cases? Cause to me, it's like, it's, it tends to always be like the, the personal things like Alex, when you do your newsletter, it, you know, that that's a personal thing that mm-hmm. maybe you don't always need to collaborate with someone with because those are mm-hmm. your words. Yeah. So are you saying, you know, I guess to take both Jason and Abe's thing, it's like, it depends on what the goal is, is like, if it's coming from like somebody like a, like a personal point of view, like there doesn't even necessarily need to be an additional person involved. Yeah. I'm curious to hear yeah. what you were thinking, Jason though. Yeah. You know, like I think, Personally, um, there are some things that just like 
can't be made in collaboration. I think like any work that is innately like vulnerable should probably like not be made in collaboration for the most mm. part. Um, mm, that's good. Just because there's like, as an artist, there's like too much can be too much at stake, but there's like a, a huge like scenario question mark in this of like collaborating with your friends. Right. And, or like working with your friends, like all of us are like our own best friends and while we love that situation, I like find it hard to recommend it to a lot of people because I just can't picture it working out for like the majority of cases, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot, almost everybody says don't work with your friends, which we just do that anyways. <laughs> blatantly disregard. Yeah, blatantly just like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Abe, have you ever thought about that? Like, you know, how everybody says like, don't go into business with your friends or whatever. Like, what is that? Like, what, what, how do you look at that? I'm not like a huge fan of anything that's like uh, extreme or like what's the right word definitive like um, like don't ever or this always like I don't know there's always exceptions and I think as long as you're like able to like have good communication like whether you're friends or not like that that's the key Um, Mm -hmm. because to me like the best things always happen whenever um, like things are being challenged. Cause just like, that's how innovation works is like generations of generations and like slowly progressing. Um, mm-hmm. And those comes because people challenge what, you know, is currently available and then they try to, you know, progress and, and create better things and, bring new solution and new ideas um so so yeah i'm not like a huge fan of like things that like don't ever do this don't ever do that um so i just i don't know i would take it case by case because Mm -hmm. like we i think it worked for us because like we we were like aware of each other and and um kind of had to like warm up uh with like the magazine and the podcast and and that stuff before we jumped into the studio. Um, and then oh, even Ben, like, <clears throat> like Ben, we, we, we worked on passion projects and then we worked at basic. So like, we kind of knew like that, you know, bringing you on, like would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think, I mean, I think it's interesting. Like it kind of like bums me out what you said, Jason, I think about like not being like, I, I understand that some things, kind of are meant to go alone and you can have that like be vulnerable but i think you can also invite people in to like see kind of sides and things and i think that collaboration it doesn't have to be like you're walking hand in hand like the entire way uh i think that you can still kind of like section projects out and like have kind of protective moments and have kind of things that you can go deeper with um but you can still kind of you know, partner with people just on certain aspects. And I think it can still like work out. Okay. So I, it's like, I think that there's a lot of facets that collaboration can like, can take on. Mm-hmm. Jason, Jason, you come from like this, this point of conversation is like a really interesting point too, because you come from like this background of like avant-garde type filmmaking where it is extremely personal and super like not really meant for other people to understand necessarily. Like, that's not necessarily your goal is for everybody to like feel something from it. Maybe I'm overstepping my boundaries. I don't know. What do you think? No. Yeah. I mean, so just as a little background, I come from like 
all my time I spent in college and prior to that was like really interested in this genre of filmmaking called diary filmmaking, right? And it's this weird like avant-garde, no one wants to see it kind of filmmaking where it's just like incredibly, probably too personal, right? And so Ben, I think like the idea that you're hitting on of like, it's important to invite people into like certain parts of that vulnerable work. Um, I entirely agree. And I think that's like the entire role of like critique, right? Is to like mm. have other people come in and like express their voice without entirely changing a project, right? And I think that's like incredibly essential to making ultimately good work that lasts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really, really hard to make something from start to finish um, and present it as a final product that no one else has seen and have it be good. It's like unheard of for that to happen, you know? And so I come from this background of like, I'm going to make these really personal films that I don't really want anyone else to like have their hands on in making, but also like relying on people older than me, people who are working in a similar medium to like come in and give me like constructive feedback on how I can make that better. Yeah, nice. I, I, I think it kind of goes back to like, I think what's really core in collaboration is like really defining those roles again. And it's like, I think it's, everything in a project doesn't have to be malleable. Like it doesn't always have to be, you don't always have to listen to like your collaborator. I think you can put up those barriers and like, you can just own some part of it. Again, like you were saying, yeah. it's like you, you can only invite some people in to certain aspects and it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely like an interesting kind of like balance. I think that you have to play between, like how much do you kind of listen and have this like full kind of collaboration versus I think something that's like a little bit more closed off is, is totally fine and often works better too. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like a, no, I don't know. It might be just like a, a communication issue. Like I, I, I think you, you should be able to like challenge each other and, and not like let emotions get in the way um, but I, I've also like, I don't know, have you guys freelanced and like had to work by yourself at any point in, in your life so far? Not until we started the studio, like not, not in a way where it was like, I have to like pay the bills. B ben, have you? I mean, I've had like a few, I, I think I've always been at an agency. I've taken on like freelance projects, but it has, I mean, it's always had some kind of like touch point of working and partnering i think with with someone else mm -hmm. there have been a few projects that actually have been a little bit more like okay you just go off um i think that those are always super hard and like not super rewarding mm -hmm. but you've never had a like uh completely like just have no office to go into or i guess now it's like everyone's working from home so it's not the same but like you've never had like literally just a time in your life where you you weren't working at an agency and you were just like having to do it all freelance uh no it's never been like all freelance i think it's always been something on top of like an agency um i i actually have and and i think coming from i've worked at four other at four agencies and have also done freelance and i can honestly say that like working with teams and getting to collaborate with people produces way better work like it 
it, it's just night and day um, mm-hmm. when you don't have people to filter ideas through or just bounce ideas with it's it's like night and day and and i think uh the freelance life is is um it's it's only meant for a you know very very few people um but even then like you you still have to know how to collaborate and do things i i I would just i don't know i would just challenge um anybody that maybe is against collaboration um that like uh that they need to just like open up more and, and maybe not take things so personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jason, Jason, you're not against collaboration, obviously, or else you wouldn't be working with us. But uh, yeah, let me go on record and say I am a big fan of collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, the point that you bring up is really good, and I, I think Abe, to your point too, like the even if you're like a freelancer, like some of the best freelancers in the world are just getting brought in on teams on like an individual exactly, basis, right? and and. And in that regard, it's almost even harder because you're not working with the same team all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you got to really know how to collaborate at that point. It, it um, does get lonely though, because most of your days, like, you know, uh, even if like you're just showing up on set, like you, you're still having to like edit and do all those things totally. most of the time by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes back to like, again, collaboration being, it's kind of like, gotten such a soft fluffy like who's against collaboration like i'd almost be more interested in like an argument why not collaborating is is better i think it's like jason your points are it, it it's kind of like really thought provoking where it's like i think everyone in every agency is like just super like jump on the like collaboration is great mm-hmm. like it's all good but yeah I, I mean i think it's interesting again kind of like pushing back against that and it's like no it actually is pretty important to carve out you know personal space and things that you can own and things that you can like really kind of explore yourself but uh, still doing it in like a kind of collaborative way uh, i think is really interesting you you bring up such an interesting point i was thinking about i watched mad men over quarantine for the first time which is like I just so should, late. Have watched, should have watched that like 10 years ago, but good one. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like it is interesting. Like the, the, you know, if people ever go back to offices again, is like, it's all like open office. Everybody sits together. But in that era, it was like, everybody had individual offices and was likely like working on stuff by themselves, like a lot. So I wonder like if the shift in dynamic has been like, assume that we do collaboration now, like assume that we, collaborate in Figma files or like are all on the same Slack channel or like whatever it is. And I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm almost positive the work is better for that because of that and probably more efficient and faster. But I think it is interesting that that paradigm somewhere along the, the line that narrative shifted. Yeah, I will think like, I think it's an interesting point to bring up and touching on what Ben said is collaborations at this point seem like the safe thing to do, right? Like it seems safer to work with someone else and have multiple like multiple identities on something than to like come out and say like this is mine i did this like i'm putting my stake in the ground here like that seems like so much more like risky and vulnerable to me now whereas back in school it seemed like safe for me to like work by myself and not let others in on that process Mm -hmm. i think i mean collaboration has been around forever it's not like a new concept it's um i i think it just be, has become a buzzword um, where people just throw it around and don't really like mean it or there's no like clear intent behind it. But I think the best collaboration is when there's like a, a clear use of it. 
Um, I think of uh, one of my favorite films, um, super cliche, but Paris, Texas. Um, it's like a 1984 film uh, by Wim Wenders. Um, and that that movie itself was, he's a German filmmaker who is making uh, a movie about America, like uh, pretty much like Cowboys. Um, and he depicts it really well, but that was all inspired by uh, him wanting to collaborate with Ry Coder, who who scored the the movie and, and made the soundtrack for it. Um, but like that, that was like a clear, like uh, there was a clear goal in mind and a clear inspiration from which he was able to work off and and why it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that makes that that makes total sense. I wonder, like, you know, as we, like, kind of wrap up here, because I think we're going a little bit over time, but there's a question that we had written down that I think is really interesting that is, like, out of all the collaborations that we've done, like, what has stood out and for what reasons? What do you guys think? If you can think back to some of your favorite collaborations. It's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, for me, I'll just answer my own question. It was, like, you know, most of the collaborations that we're doing day over day is like either with a web developer or somebody or like a strategist or somebody that we're kind of like bringing in to be part of our team, or it's the collaboration that we have with the client in order to get like an end product. And I think like the whole like client to like contractor thing has like in the past has always been like, I'm paying you to like tell you what to do. Like you got to do what I say because I'm paying you, um, which is like a bad, horrible like relationship and is like not a collaboration at all. But the best collaborations have been the ones who have paid us to trust our ideas. Um, and in return, we listen to their suggestions as well. And so when everything is like a consideration as opposed to like a dogmatic like opinion, I think has like been almost like the best relationship where it's like, okay, like what do you guys think about this? Like here's all the ideas on the table. Here's like the three routes that we could go. Um, and then like we can kind of come together to make a decision or meet somewhere in the middle if somebody has a difference of opinion. Um, I think those are like always have been like the best collaborations in my mind. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to like pick out one singular one just because I don't know. Like I feel like we've been privileged and spoiled <laughs> this last year mm-hmm. with just uh, being able to work with really good ones. Totally. Um, I don't know, Ben, if there's anything you want to add. I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, I mean, again, it's, it's hard to like just pick out one. I think I think the biggest thing, again, is like kind of is trust and having like it's always the ones that have, I, I think stood out. It's like I think working with like you a lot and like a developer and a client and that we all kind of like trust each other. And those the roles are like completely defined. And it's like, again, areas where when you can go off and shoot content for something and it's like, I kind of have no idea about photography, but it's like, I just know, you know, putting it in your hands, it's like, okay, like something amazing is going to come back. Um, and then I think your trust of like, again, being able to kind of design something together, the fact that we can give, if it is an interactive project off to a like developer that we know and trust and like not have to babysit them that much is always amazing and then it's like all wrapped in the fact that it's like a client that's kind of behind it all that is kind of like just letting us do stuff which again it, it I, 
sometimes I feel like spoiled with like what we get away with Mm -hmm. um, because it really is like, okay, cool. We can just kind of like go off and do things. And I think somehow it, it works out and it's like always kind of scary because it feels like things are up in the air with like so much trust going on where it's like it, it, nothing really feels like planned out where no one person is saying like, it has to be this, 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 and this, like there is this moment, I think in good collaboration where it's like, things are just kind of up and no one knows who's responsible or like what exactly the end result is going to be. But I think sometimes things kind of like land and it's, it's really nice. And like the end result is like, it's always unexpected. It's something that you would have never like planned going into it, but it's, it's like always a happy surprise, I think. Definitely. No. Yeah. I think trust is like the thing that resonated with me the most from what you and Alex said it's like now that I like look back at everything it's like damn every time that it went smoothly is because there was like a level of trust between everyone that was involved and even on the client side um mm-hmm. and, and, that- and, the tr- and the trust goes both ways too is like when we can trust mm-hmm. that like the client is giving good suggestions to help overall improve the process I think that's when it is really working thanks again for listening to the mouthwash podcast for more information you can follow us on social media or check us out at mouthwash.com.